Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book, Scientific Advertising. David Ogilvy, the founder of the advertising agency Ogilvy & Mather and the author of Ogilvy on Advertising, once published a classic car ad in a newspaper. Above the ad copy was a picture of a Rolls-Royce, with a person sitting in the back seat looking out the window. The caption below read, At 60 miles an hour the loudest noise in the new Rolls-Royce comes from the electric clock. Though BMW and Mercedes-Benz dominated the market, this ad campaign helped push Rolls-Royce to the forefront of the automotive industry in the 1950s and 1960s. In this famous Rolls-Royce advertisement, Ogilvy's unique copywriting mindset was a key factor to its success. So, what exactly is this copywriting mindset? In the age of the internet most sales now take place online. Whether it is posting something on social media, crafting a resume for a job opportunity, or writing reviews online. And to make a successful sale, you must have a sales-based way of thinking called the copywriting mindset. The copywriting mindset has deeply affected all aspects of our lives. So, how do we cultivate copywriting mindset and write compelling copy? The book Scientific Advertising will bring you the answer. This book is a must-read writing guide for advertising majors in 172 universities in the United States and is listed as the first of the seven must-read books for Ogilvy employees. Ogilvy once commented, Nobody should be allowed to have anything to do with advertising until he has read this book seven times. It changed the course of my life. Next, we will break down this book in three parts. Part 1 the three laws of advertising. Part 2, how to touch the consumer's heart. Part 3, how to write a compelling copy. Part 1, the three laws of advertising. As one of the founders of the modern-day advertising industry, Hopkins was the first to introduce the concept of scientific advertising. The concept is based on writing from a fixed set of principles and following a set of basic laws. So, what are some of the basic principles to follow? Next, we will look at three of the principles introduced in the book. The first law is gathering as much information regarding the product being advertised as possible. This includes going through large amounts of data, sending out questionnaires, interviewing consumers, etc. These are crucial steps that must be taken in order to write compelling copy. We can only understand a product's unique strengths and value, as well as what problem it solves for the consumer once we have enough information about the product. In his advertising career, Hopkins planned an ad for Van Camp's canned pork and beans. Before finding Hopkins, the company had spent thousands on advertising expenses, with little effect. These advertisement campaigns were not written poorly, but they did not bother to understand the needs of the housewives they were selling to. They were more focused on writing copy that would appeal to the company. However, when Hopkins took over the project, he immediately sent investigators out to understand everything related to pork and beans. After analyzing the information collected, he discovered that 94% of housewives make this dish at home, 
and only 6% are willing to buy canned pork and beans. After discovering this core issue, Hopkins applied all of the information he gathered in his copy, and focused the marketing campaign on arguing against home baking. He meticulously listed the downsides of housewives making the dish at home. He pointed out that not only is it time-consuming to cook at home, but also that beans are not easy to digest. He also listed the ingredients used in canned beans and information about the cooking process while offering free samples to try out. The promotion was a huge success. Van Camp's beans opened up a new market and crushed its competitors. This case study shows collecting the most amount of information possible is a must in order to write effective copy. Next, we move on to the second law, to strategically set the product name and price, and anticipate how to fend off substitute products. When launching a promotion, it is likely there will be questions about what to name the new product. Products with good names have a huge advantage. Sometimes, a great name can help ensure a product's success, especially when the name tells a strong story. When such a name is presented in an eye-catching fashion, it can give an ad a massive advantage. Even the name can become a type of advertisement on its own. Some good examples of this are May Breath, Cream of Wheat, Minute Tapioca, etc. Some other product names are entirely made-up words, such as Kodak, Mazda, and Lux, etc. They do not have any particular meaning. But after being strategically promoted for a long time, consumers began to associate these brand names with prestige and value. And because their names are so unique, these brands do not need to worry about sharing this advantage with other manufacturers. The downside of this is that many brands fail to attain this level of recognition quickly and end up failing. Because the names fail to connect value to the product in the mind of the customer it is very doubtful if they justify display. Since marketing should focus on promoting the use of the product, it is a massive risk to spend time on displaying names and pictures that don't tell any product information. Hopkins believes a good name should aid in promoting the major selling point of the product. The more vivid and complete picture of the product conveyed the better. So, before choosing a product name, it is also important to do a lot of research. In addition to the name, price is also an important factor in creating an advertising campaign. Typically, high prices will make people resist buying your product, therefore limiting the scope of the market. If only 10% of people can afford your product, it will vastly increase the cost of selling the product, and the product's market share will shrink. But due to the nature of some products, there are exceptions. Sales volume is not as important, because each customer has a limited demand on this kind of product. Therefore, manufacturers must maintain a huge profit margin in order to survive. For example, customers typically do not care how much they spend on bottles of wart medication, because they generally just need one. And for some products, a high price is actually a draw. For example, products that represent wealth and status such as jewelry, luxury goods, rare products, etc. People will think expensive means good, expensive means it is rare to justify their buying decision. In order to avoid losing your product's market share, it is important to also think about how to combat substitute products when planning an advertisement. 
Substitute products often appear at times of opportunity in the market of an already established leader, and start to take a piece of the pie, forcing the market leader's profit margin to shrink. For example, even though royal baking powder and toasted corn flakes were first to market, they still left an opportunity for product substitutes to flourish. Therefore, the market became fragmented and only left them with one competitive edge, their brand reputation. Because of this, in the beginning planning stages of creating a new advertising campaign for a product, defenses must be established in advance. Vaseline is a great example of doing just this. Vaseline was the first to create a new market need, while also choosing a name that connects their brand to its product category. Using their name recognition, they nearly monopolized the market. Choosing the correct name may have made all the difference in the success they had. The third law of advertising planning, use test campaigns to track the success of advertisements. A test campaign involves first testing the effectiveness of an advertisement on a smaller scale and collecting relevant feedback. Through test campaigns, we can evaluate its effectiveness and make low-cost adjustments to the advertisement, then quickly iterate different methods to find the best method to market the product. Typically, test campaigns and providing free samples go together. Let's take a look at how Hopkins helped Quaker Oats promote their oatmeal. At the time, Quaker Oats had a negative reputation for taking so long to cook. So, a competitor took advantage of this and launched a new instant oatmeal product. This was a heavy blow to Quaker Oats sales. In response to the new competition, Quaker launched their own instant product, named Two Minute Oats. The company believed this was the perfect idea to combat the competition and unanimously agreed that it did not need to be tested and should be promoted full force immediately. But Hopkins insisted they do a test campaign first. The feedback from their first few tests in small cities was revealing, the flavor was different from what oatmeal consumers were used to, and the customer base could not accept a change in the flavor. Too few people were willing to accept this new flavor. So, Two Minute Oats, the plan that everyone thought was great, flopped. Later, the company developed a new oatmeal that needed only three to five minutes to cook called Quick Quaker Oats. Its flavor was nearly identical to traditional oatmeal. They launched test campaigns in multiple small cities giving customers free samples. 90% of the customers' samples preferred the Quick Quaker Oats over Quaker Oats. From then on, Quick Quaker Oats gave the company a distinctive market advantage. Due to Hopkins' insistence on conducting test campaigns, they were able to efficiently and economically change direction and maintain their control of the market. That wraps up Part 1, The Three Laws of Advertising Planning. Let's summarize. The first law is to gather as much information regarding the product being advertised as possible. The second law is to strategically set the product name and price, and to have a plan on how to fend off substitute products. The third law is to track the success of a campaign through test campaigns. Today, we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play, get your free mind snack now.